Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast, as you know, is all about bringing servant leaders to share their stories and life experiences with you all in the hopes to help more of you to find your true purpose and meaning to life. Today, I have an amazing guest that's going to share so much wisdom with you all. Honestly, her name is Sarah Jordan and at the age of 25, Sarah was still searching for her purpose and felt like a late bloomer so she hired a life coach that journey inspired her to get her own certification in life coaching and help others the way her life coach helped her transform but she realized that being a life coach was more than just getting a certification and helping people when she had to create written content for her website or social media she felt alive and it turns out she loves to write So when her two-year-old daughter was colouring and put the crayon in her hand one day and requested to draw Mickey Mouse, she did. Turns out she loved to draw or doo-doo as she likes to call it and in a matter of years she was able to go from a person who didn't think she was creative at all or didn't think she could draw a stick figure to a logo making, website building to a doodler. And the awesome thing about this is that she believes creativity is more when you actually take advantage of it and use it to your full potential. In this episode, Sarah shares all things creativity and passion. And if you're someone who's struggling to find yours still, then listen carefully because she shares her story of how she jumped from many passions to find her true purpose today. So without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Sarah, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast with me. I am so honored and grateful to have you on the show, to share your wisdom, to share your creativity, and just to share your story for all my listeners to know who you are, know what you're all about. And I honestly know that they're going to get so much value from what you're going to share because we've been connected through Instagram for like, I I swear, I'm not joking, years. I think so. I, I really think at think least two or three, maybe three years. Maybe. I really think so. It, it seems like that. Or maybe we're just like, I don't know, just <laughs> so much on the same mind that, or the mind wave or whatever they call that, that we just feel that way. But no, it feels like I've known you forever. Yeah, 100%. And I feel the same way because like we've been connected for so long. It's just we've been kind of so busy with our own thing that we're, we comment back and forth, but it's kind of behind the scenes sometimes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm really excited and I'm really excited to just share my story because I feel like so many times we start a journey thinking we know where it's going to end up. And for me, I started my journey as I'm going to be a life coach. And as you know, I am not a life coach. (laughs) I am, you know, I'm a graphic and um, web designer and also do doodle artists or I'm a doodle artist. So it's just, it's crazy how, um, you know, sometimes when you're like, oh my gosh, that's a missed opportunity or, oh, I should have, could have, would have, but that kind of leads you to exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So just like before you actually share a story, I'm just curious to know actually how, what, what shifted in your life? What made you shift from life, from, I want to be a life coach to, I actually, I I love creativity and and designs. I'm going to actually do that. Because I think a lot of people are in that mindset right now of doing a couple of things or doing two things. And they're probably focused on this one thing, but they're like, I want to do this too. Yes. Well, I mean, that really is how I got started because I, you know, I always thought that, you know, oh, we have to find our passion, right? There's like one passion and it's our journey and it's our work to 
find that one passion. And I kept feeling like I couldn't find it because I would um, try one thing. It felt great. And then I'd get burnt out. And then I'd try another thing and I'd like it and I'd get burnt out. So I just felt like, you know, a mess. I just felt like a big mess because I'm like, I can't find my purpose. And I'm 25 years old. Like, why does everyone else have it figured out? So, um, at that time, um, I, um, was, I wasn't depressed by any means, but for Sarah, I was depressed. My friends could tell like, Sarah's not her happy chip herself. What's going on. And, um, a friend told me about life coaching. This was probably, a decade or two, not two, but a decade ago. So life coaching back then wasn't like as trendy or as um, well-known as it is now. So a life coach to me, I just thought honestly was like a therapist Mm. with like no real education, (laughs) just like, Oh, just slap a name life coach and all you can pay me to do stuff. Um, but I was a poor college kid and I was like, you know what? I do need something like something's not right. I do need to talk to someone and I hired her and it was through her that I realized that I was living everyone else's definition of like every word you could possibly think of happiness, success. Um, you know, you name it. I was just basing that off of what everyone else was doing. And, um, you know, I was stuck. I think a lot of times when people say, Oh, I'm stuck or I'm confused. It's because they're doing just that they're focusing on the outside world or what other people, um, what they think other people would like or, or what have you. So my life coach helped me really reel that in and understand like the only real passion you have to have is being good at you, you know, and speaking your truth and your real work in life is to figure out what all that is. And so, yeah, long story short, I um, was so inspired by her and it was like, you know, sometimes there are these life moments like getting married or having a baby or graduating And that's how life coaching was for me. It was like life before and life after life coaching Mm. because my mindset was just completely shifted. And, um, and yeah, so I just thought to myself, um, this was around the time that, you know, I was just my now husband and I were getting engaged and we were talking about starting a family and getting married. And and I thought, okay, I'm going to be a stay at home mom, but it's important to me. It's important to my husband that I have something that's other than mom life. Mm. And so I thought, you know, I could be a life coach. Like I could do that from home. And it was such a pivotal thing in my life. And so that's how I got into life coaching. And so I went and got certified and, um, I walked out of there and I felt like, okay, I've got this. But then I realized like, I have a whole business to build. Like it's not just a certificate and then everyone just comes flocking to you. And there's like this magic website that was built and a logo and everything. Like there's like a lot of work to do because now I'm a business owner. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't think of that. So, so yeah, I got into web, like I, I didn't know how to build a website. Um, I was too poor to hire anyone <laughs> to do it, you know? And so I was like, I'll just figure it out. And Um, I just knew like where there's a will, there's a way. And I just kept going. I didn't have money to hire a designer. I learned, you know, I went on a logo, what do you call it? Website and thought, well, this is easy. I can do this for free myself. And so I did that. And then I progressed and progressed and had the business and then, um, started the life coaching. It was really fun, but then people were contacting me for, life coaching, or I'm sorry, for web design and for graphic design, like, 
who does um, your posts and who designed your website. And I was basically turning business down because I thought I'm a life coach. I don't do web and graphic design. Mm. And then, um, but what I was finding is that's what I was spending most of my time on was the web design and the graphic design. And I was like doing more of that and thinking, how can I improve this? And I don't know. It was just, it was just kind of weird, but I kept telling myself, you're a life coach. You don't do this other stuff. And then I had my second baby and, uh, life got crazy and I couldn't do the life coaching anymore. Although I loved it. Um, schedules were just too crazy. You know, nap time was sporadic and babysitters were sporadic and it just, it didn't work out. And so here I was, I'm like kind of sad because I'm like, here, I love this thing, but I can't do it anymore. But I still wanted that thing for Sarah. And um, I just started focusing on the web and graphic design. And then later down, down the road, doodle artist came about and I can get into that if you want to, but it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just crazy because I, I kept telling myself I wasn't a creative person mm. and um, I don't know where that self-limiting belief came from, but, um, but this business forced me obviously to be creative. You know, this, you know, we are creating everything. Mm-hmm. So how could I not be a creative person if I'm creating a website and creating posts and creating all this content? Uh, so that did give me the confidence to move forward and um, explore coding for web design or um, take some extra classes online about, or, you know, for web and gra- or, um, graphic design. And that led me to art, which was really crazy because I never thought I could draw a stick figure, let alone people <laughs> buy me. stuff from me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt it. That that's me. Like, and you know, one thing I just wanted to kind of uh, add on to what you just shared about when you said we are all creative and we have we all create content. If if it is that we are creating content on social media, yeah. I honestly just like you said, I never ever 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 thought that I'm a creative person. Yes. I, I I used to love like creating, but I never thought of myself as someone creative. If that makes sense. Yes. So when I started doing my whiteboard videos, right, and freaking people, everybody loved it. You're like, oh yeah. my God, we love your whiteboard video. Like, bring out the whiteboard, man. Like, we want to see those five tips that you're sharing or we want to see, yeah. the picture, we see like a picture with you, uh, you know, m- making some kind of a moral of a story from that picture. Mm-hmm. So that made me really think like, actually, I am a creative person. All the content I'm putting out on social media, all the content that I get from speaking, from my quotes, from my pictures, from everything that I share, I am a super creative person. And I only, the only reason why I say that now is because I think when I thought to myself that I'm not a creative person, I didn't, I, I genuinely didn't see it. Like I genuinely didn't see yes. myself being that creative person, but it's only when other people told me that city, you're actually super creative. Like your, your content's amazing. Like your everything, like your, my, my, my pictures, the quotes, you know, the colors you're using, um, even the captions, you know, the, my emojis. I oh, love yes. Like you're freaking super creative. If you, and then one thing, one person hit home for me. They were like, if you use emojis on text messages and on social media, you're a creative guy or you're a creative woman because everybody that uses an emoji to express their feelings, they are, and they are actually like a, a really creative person because the people that don't use them yes. are just normal people. Like just, they just want to communicate a message. Yes. It's just, yeah, it's like black and white, but when you use little emojis, it's fun. You know, I'm all about using an emoji in an email, like, you know, but to, to go back to what you were saying about the creativity, 
I really felt that. And it was because, again, going back to why I needed a life coach in the, in the first place was because I was defining creativity as like art. And that was it. Yeah, me too. Interior design wasn't being creative. Mm. Making a pie or baking a cake and decorating it, that didn't classify as creative to me. Building a website or picking colors or getting dressed in the morning, um, just, you know, deciding what earrings you were going to pair with your outfit or what shoes or belt or whatever guys do. I don't know what they do, but... Um, but you know, that's being creative. You're making decisions and it's setting you apart from everyone else. And, um, and yeah, so to me, it was like you said, people started saying things like, Sarah, you're like really creative. I'm like, thanks. That's so nice of you, but whatever, you know? And then I just was like, you know what? Um, what was really with the doodles is when I really started, because to me, an artist wouldn't draw like I draw. You know what I mean? Like mine were too simple. I was using bright colors. That's not very professional. Like, I don't know. And then I started following this one artist. Her name is, um, oh gosh, now her, it's uh, Holly Nichols. She's a fashion artist. And I, it just hit me one day because I was just, I was, I was following her. This was when I was kind of just drawing behind the scenes and to me, a real professional artist. Now, this person has almost a million followers and has like huge deals with, you know, um, Bloomingdale's and whatever kind of stores. Um, and I just thought, you know, an artist would have like all of her layers on the digital art layered. Like this is the color layer and this is the sketch layer and this is the whatever layer. And she would have them all perfect and they would be perfectly labeled. And she was showing her like a drawing and I saw her layers and it was like untitled one, untitled two, untitled three. And I was like, that's like me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she doesn't. And that is just a weird thing in your head to have. Like I thought in order to be a professional artist or serious, you would be so organized that all of your layers on digital art would be named and hers wasn't. And she was like a legit artist and maybe I was a legit artist and I just needed to like, you know, just have that confidence to put it out there. And, um, thankfully I did. And, um, yeah, every client I get, I'm just kind of like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure but you want to hire me? But that's amazing. Like, the fact that you, you did it anyway and you found the confidence, um, to, to, after you heard those things, those kind of, um, phrases and those things that people are saying about your creativity, it's only then that we kind of had, like, again, same for me, we get that reassurance, like, damn, like, maybe I am creative. So I think sometimes yeah. we do just need a few people to give us that external thoughts of theirs to say that we actually are good at that. And I give you an example for me as well. So many people actually ask me for my videos like because they know that I create all my videos, all my content and everything I do myself. No team, oh, yeah. nobody, just a D. So so many people have actually asked me, do I do my subtitles in my videos? <laughs> and, and I actually said, yes, like, you know, I do all my content. So how can you even ask that question? Obviously, I do my own subtitles, but they actually thought that I use some kind of system or they, they're like, how the hell do you get them so accurate? Yes. And I'm just that guy, like super OCD, you know, I'm just so, like, I need to have everything perfect. I need to have everything yeah. look, look good, look neat, you know, it has to look creative. It has to, it has to be okay with me putting yeah. up. And I'm just that guy. Like, I, that's not, uh, I don't see that as a bad thing. I just see that as one of my strengths. I'm really good oh, at absolutely. being organized. Um, so that's kind of, that's what I kind of related that with is, is only when I had those external people telling me you're really good at this, people would actually pay you to do subtitles. I'm like, yeah, but that's not my thing. Right. That's not me. I'm a speaker. I want to speak and change people's life. 
Yes. I don't want to sit there making subtitles to get paid for because I'm not doing this for the money. Yes. Right? Yeah. And and that's, you know, and that's kind of how the web and graphic design stuff started too because people then knew like, you know, people would say, well, Sarah has a website or, you know, and she did her own. And my father-in-law has his own business. And he was like, you did your website. Can you redo mine? Because it's so outdated. And so I did his. And then one of my best, uh, I should say, one of my good friends from high school became a veterinarian. And she's like, hey, can you please do my website? So it just like started with just friends and family. And yeah, I would get business from their friends or their family just kind of snowballed thankfully um and so powerful oh it is and that's why you know you just did a video about um or a podcast about networking and why it's so important and uh and that's the thing it's like especially on um you know like my my mom uh who's getting ready to retire she uh was a bank president and so she was going she was never home because she was out and about doing these chamber yep. of commerce meetings and home builders. I don't know what all that means, but I just know that's what she did. Some kind of, you know, network stuff. And, um, you know, she, she just knew everyone. And I don't have, like, I'm, I feel kind of fortunate because I still can do that, but from my couch, you know, I don't have to go to all these meetings after work, you know, um, I don't have to go out to, to dinner and, go around the restaurant to see if I know it. You know what I mean? Like we can network from the comfort of our own homes. And I think that's really cool. I mean, obviously there's a lot to be said about networking like face-to-face, but it's really cool that we get to do that and build a community. And um, because a lot of my clients are from, like I get from Instagram and it's people that, yeah, we've built this trust and they're like, Hey, you know, I trust you. Can you help me? And so it's, that's awesome too. Yeah, you know? and, and that's just thanks to the internet. Like, that's thanks to yes. social media, thanks to the internet. And I think a lot of us just take it for granted. Like, we have, uh, like, just just today, actually, at the time of this podcast recording, like, I I, got, I had a message from someone that's in the digital digital marketing space, right, as they all reach out to you for for, for their growth hacks or whatever. But yeah. it was a cool guy. Like, I, I, re- I respect him, let's say. He was a young guy. It was probably yeah. 19, 20 years old, but I respect him for his hustle. I respect him for reaching out and the way he did it was very professional. It wasn't about, um, I can help you grow and blah, blah, blah. It was just genuinely yeah. like, I love what you do. love your content. I think it's amazing. And it was, it was definitely the way I would have approached others, you know, someone else. Co- very complimentary, you know, very nicey, nicey. And like, you know, give, <laughs> gain, slowly gaining that trust with me over the last yes. few days. And then suddenly today, you know, it was the day like I replied to the message and, and just gave you my thoughts and my opinion on it. Um, yes. And I kind of just very kindly just basically said, I'm no... Um, I'm, I'm super cool. I do my own content. I'm, I'm happy with the way it grows. I'm organic. I've never paid for services, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I just told him like, that's just how I wanted to. And I said, I don't do, I don't live my life for the metrics on my Instagram account. I never have done. I never will. Right. I don't care about the likes. The, I care about the comments the most, to be honest. Yes. Cause I want to engage. Yes. I want to, yes. I want my, I want to know my people and my tribe and my Insta family and and every other platform, LinkedIn family now as well. And I want to engage with those people, but I don't really care about the numbers genuinely. Oh like, yeah. Cause that's the day my, that's the day when really, I guess if you're listening right now, if you just stop, if you just stop, like literally switch off that little button in your head and just stop worrying about that number that you post, that you posted yesterday or today. And you just post for the sake of posting something you want to share because it's, it, you think it's genuinely going to help one person post yeah. that and don't care about the number. 
I was so happy when Instagram said they're going to take away the likes. I, oh, me too. I I'm like, like yes. yes. I was like, I don't think it's going to happen. I was very doubtful. I was like, I don't think it's going to happen because I think so, somehow some, in, some influencers or some people that are yeah. big, they're going to be like, no, don't do this because yeah. it's our life, our business, blah, blah, blah. But then right. I was so happy when it recently was like, it's being more and more processed and it's, it's almost there now. To actually yeah. They tested that on... Um, in a couple of countries. Yes, uh, Canada, and then it was, we had it, the U.S. had it for, I think it was like a week, and, you know, it was cool, because, and I don't even know if you remember this, but, like, Instagram, because uh, this was a while, and I think it was the same time, when the likes were taken away, you could still see them, but others couldn't, um, the your, the number of followers you had wasn't so prevalent, it was, like, kind of yeah, small, I remember that, and, like, yeah, okay, so you got that, too, yeah, and it was so nice because, I mean, it's just natural for me to look at that number, you know, and like, it was, you know, and I do, I think, oh, that's bigger or, or that's smaller or, oh, that's the same. And um, so, but when it was little, I did, it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind. It was really, it was nice, but then they switched it back. So, yeah, um, but <laughs> okay. yeah, no, it's, I love what you were saying about though the, the numbers because, um, Instagram really has changed. And I talk about Instagram more. I have a Facebook page, but I mean, I'm kind of over Facebook, but <laughs> sorry, Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, I just dead. I just post on there for the sake of posting my posts or for the oh. people that want to see it. Otherwise, I don't even interact or do anything on there, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's kind of there. But, um, but with Instagram, it used to be like that. It actually kept me motivated the numbers because I would post one thing and this was back when I was just doing life coaching. So I would literally just find, um, a quote on Pinterest and I would just grab that picture from Pinterest. I wasn't doing my own art. I wasn't really even creating anything original. I was just taking it from Pinterest and posting it on Instagram and it would get all the likes and all like, I'd get like 10 or 15 followers each time I posted organically. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And I built up quite a following. And then when I actually started like, oh, I should put in like actual work because I was just, I didn't see it as networking. Yeah. I just saw it as just getting your name out there. Yeah. Um, but when I started actually like, oh, I need to like, not just like if the quote was, you know, she believed she could, so she did. And then in the caption, I'd put quote, she believed she could, so she did, end quote. And that was like the caption. Like, it was so <laughs> awful. But it kept getting traction. And then when I started putting like actual thought and originality and creativity into it, um, it was around the time things changed on Instagram. And it really was like, I'm like, wait, why aren't you getting likes anymore? Why aren't you getting followers? And it was like really um, affecting me. It didn't motivate me anymore to post. And... Um, and then, yeah, I kind of had this like come to Jesus moment where I'm like, Sarah, why are you posting in the first place? You know, like, do you even want to do this? Do you even care? And um, yeah, I kind of just started realizing like when it comes to inspiration, it shouldn't be about like the outside or motivation, whatever you want to call it. You know, it shouldn't be about the outside. It should be like inward and like, like you were saying, just help one person and who cares if they don't like it. And and yeah, once I started that mindset, I still don't get a lot of traction. And like you were saying, I really don't care, you know, because the people that are interacting with me, it's genuine. People aren't just saying, love it. 
And then that's it. You know, it's like genuine emoji. Yes. You know, it's like, I'm over that. Cause it takes, I mean, I like to comment back what you do too. Cause that, again, conversation and networking, but, um, you know, I don't want to send you back an emoji that takes time. So, True. so yeah. And, and, and again, nowadays people don't really care. Like they do care. Of course, it's still a comment for them, but they don't reply to that emoji. They probably just right. like it or whatever, but leaving a real thoughtful, meaningful comment to someone's post shows that you're real, shows that you're genuine, shows that you've read the caption. And you know, sometimes, even I'm not going to lie, sometimes some people's posts are like, the captions are really, really long. And like, if people know me, I don't like reading books, right? Yes. So my captions now, yes, they're a bit longer, I guess, from before when it was they were, when they were short. But I started doing longer captions when I, when I truly just genuinely wanted to just share my heart. Like I wanted yes. to share my yes. personal, I wanted to share what I'm learning with others. And then only recently, I think it's only been the last few months where I actually start using the word I. When, because before I was only, I was still writing meaningful thoughts. I was still sharing like personal growth and value in my captions. But it was all about, it was all generic. Like yeah. when you do this, when people do that, when others do this. Yes. Only recently, the last few months, I start saying in my journey and I start opening up way more about my life, my journey, my personal growth, how I became confident, how I was so shy. Um, you know, even my fitness journey, I start opening up and I couldn't do five push-ups and blah, blah, blah. I start sharing I, I, I. And yes, you're going to lose some people because some people don't even follow you for the I, I, I. (laughs) Me, me, me. They follow you for your inspiration and your quotes and blah, blah, blah. But now I know the real, true, loyal followers and and what I call my family on Instagram and and any other platform where I truly have a real friendship with them. Like you, like Amberly, like all the other people that... I genuinely care about because yeah. like, that's how you like I always tell people the way you make friends on social media is is through comments and through cool. direct messages that's absolutely how you would say in an, in an event hi I'm Sadiq nice to meet you yes it's the same yeah, that's absolutely. the same concept yeah well yeah and like I like going back earlier when I when I picture my mom you know networking at these little functions after not little but you know what I mean functions after work that's what I picture her doing, shaking hands and whatever. And we would go out to eat. And every time we went out to eat, someone would come up. Oh, hello, Lorelai. That's her name, Lorelai. Hi, Lorelai. And I'm like, here's another one, you know. Um, but it was so Sounds like me at work. <laughs> right? Unless like, you know everyone. Some, some people actually come up to me like, how the hell do you know everyone in this bank? I was like, I've been working here for over five years. I get bored. I make friends, okay? Yes. You have, you got to, you got to make it your own. You got to have fun, right? Yeah. And people, it's like. And I'm sure where you work too, like people are like, what is Sadiq on? Because he's always so happy. Yeah. He's always, or you know what I mean? Like, it's because you're able to like, no matter where you are, I'm sure you're just radiating that positivity. You're radiating, like inviting, like, you know what I mean? Your energy is like inviting. So people probably talk to you and you're like, I don't know why I just told you that, but do they say that to you a lot? I swear you're spot on. I don't know how you even knew that, but you're spot on. Every single person that I've ever met in my life that's a stranger and and we just had a normal one conversation with them, they feel so comfortable with me after the conversation that they actually tell me their whole life story. Literally, they tell me everything. I'm just like... You know, you just met me, right? Like, how <laughs> right. do you trust me so much? And like, just something about you, your energy, you're just so mm-hmm. positive. And like, I just feel like I can trust you and I've known you my whole life. Yeah. It's just well, because just, I listen. I genuinely yeah. listen to people and people want someone to, to, to share their kind of negativity or their life with. 
and when you, when they see a guy, especially right, because like most guys don't listen, right? They just freaking hear something and it goes out and they carry on with the life. Whereas me, I'm actually sitting there like, mm, yeah, and I listen to everything they say. And I actually give them a real response that they're like, right. wow, you actually listened and you helped yes. me, gave me advice on what to do and how you would, done, how would you, how would, how you would have done it. Yeah. And that's why they genuinely, I, I make a lot of real connections in my life because I actually care about people. That's, yes. And that's why you do what you do, right? Like it's, it's so, cause there are people who I think, and this is with any profession, but they think, well, that looks fun. That would be fun. I personally, I would love to be in front of a room full of people. Like at speech class, I'm like, I want to go first. I want to, like, I loved being the center of attention. I wanted to just talk to everyone. And I loved public speaking. A lot of people, that's not their thing. But there are some people who see you do what you do and go, well, maybe I can be confident like him if I do that. Or, you know, but that's not them. But they're trying so hard. And they, it's like tension. You know, and again, that's what we need to pay attention to is just like, what do you want to do? Like, Sadiq, yes, it's cool to watch him. It's inspiring. But maybe that's not your journey. Exactly. You know, and you can be cool like Sadiq and you can be inspiring like Sadiq, but find your own way. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, and with me, it's through really bright, colorful, glittery posts, you know, um, which is super inspiring. <laughs> well, thank you. But, you know, and it's cool to even hear like a guy who can do all these like flips and tricks and working out and like, I don't even know what you do. I can't even like, <laughs> if tables are involved and like kettlebell, I don't know, Sadiq, but like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but, but to have like this guy like you who are like, oh, I love, you know, I like seeing those. That It brightens my day. Like that brightens my day because so many times we're told and, you know, even when I was starting my life coaching business and I was trying to figure out the colors and the logo and my lingo on my webpage, I remember just putting it all out there. And my dad, um, he's got a very creative mind. So I always kind of bounce things off of him. And he was like, Sarah, you sound like you're just talking to your best friend on your webpage. He's like, you don't sound professional. You don't sound like a doctor. You don't sound trustworthy. You just sound like you're talking to your best friend. And I thought that's how I want to come off. Mm. But to him, because I was like becoming this professional business owner, I need to wear black, which is weird because I am today, but um, normally I don't know why. Um, but Podcast, yeah. you're like, I need to look smart. I got, maybe that's it. Subconsciously, <laughs> I'm like, black is my favorite color. Oh, um, I didn't actually wear black. I wore creative, like a, 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 light, a, a light color because I knew how colorful you are. I thought, let me put on the brightest top I have. And that was the only one I have that's like red. That's actually maroon, like the oh, best color. But the rest of my shirts are there. And they all, there's only uh, one maroon shirt there. The rest of them are all black and one gray. That is so funny. Well, the background makes up for it, right? It's extra sparkly. I really like your background, actually. Uh, thank, thank you. But, uh, but yeah, I just remember him saying that. And this was at the beginning of, of my whole journey of, of trying to like... So what is your journey? I, I want to go into that. I want to... I wanna, I wanna Have I really not answered that question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like we just went on to like our different rants about different topics and then we went to social media, which we both love and we, we just... What is my journey? I mean, it kind of... I mean, I feel like that kind of is it, but to really go back and to start that journey, like um, I was just a people pleaser hmm. and I still am to an extent, but it's on my own terms, but I was just always a people pleaser. And 
to the point where, you know, growing up, I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to a second grade teacher. It was my favorite grade. You learn how to read. Like that was just fun for me. And not for you. You don't like to read. That's okay. Um, I would have yeah. liked the class. What? <laughs> you would not like the class. <laughs> I would have been you, like, I would be like, Miss, you're really nice, but I don't really like reading. So I'm, you would be looking at all my glittery decorations. I would be like, Miss, I want to go. Like, I want to go paint. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a good art teacher. Let's do that, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I just remember telling all my friends and family, these people that I was really close with, like, I want to be a second grade teacher, and their responses, mostly my family who I really looked up to was, you know, it was, that doesn't make you any money. Hmm. And that's really it. That was the, but these are the people that like, they were defining the definition of success. They were defining what happiness was and they were living a life that looked comfortable to me. Right. Cause that's all I knew. So I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. That doesn't make you any money. Um, at least in America, I don't know how it is um, where you are, but yeah, they don't get paid what they should, but that's another topic. But yeah, I mean, so I let that dictate my journey and that kind of led to the being unhappy in college and, and whatever. But um, I mean, what part of my journey, Sadiq? I feel like, <laughs> like, tell me. Like, okay, so, okay, let's, let's go with how, so when, when you really, so you, you shared about the life coach part mm-hmm. uh, when you decided to be a life coach, but then you went into design and you shared yeah. how that kind of happened. But where, where did the Sarah today come from? Like, like, how did you have the mindset you have today? That type of, like, that's the part, that's the story I want to kind of know. Because you obviously went through some kind of personal growth. You went through some kind of confidence boost. You know, even though you were that, that people pleaser that you just said, you somehow, somewhere, somehow you still, because we don't just, I don't believe everything in life just, you know, just happens. Like everything happens for a reason. And and somehow you have the mindset you have today, but how did it happen? What was okay, that one deep, shift or the, or the light bulb? What was it? Yeah. Getting in it with Sadiq. Let's go. Here we go. Um, no, I, for me, just hearing you say it that way, I'm like, oh, my aha moment, like Oprah would say. Um, you know, I just remember I had already been, you know, in the real world, what I call um, like a big girl job, right? Yeah. <laughs> and... I had this boss that I really admired. It was a small office. It was just me and her. And it was a doctor's office. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a doctor's office. And she was very much into um, health and wellness and personal development. And like I said, I had been through life coaching already, but not, I just was in it because I thought, oh, I'm unhappy doing this. And now it made me feel better. But when I worked with her, she was so um, just a a trailblazer, but kind of like in a negative way, like she would really take down people (laughs) in a very bad way. And people were always saying like, you guys are so much alike and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I do not see me in this person, you know, and I hate to use the word narcissist because I feel like everyone uses that word. And I really don't know exactly what it means, but I feel like she would be that. And so it was just always for her, but yet she was really into this like health and wellness and it seemed like she wanted to help others. And, you know, she would just like every morning, just, just rip me a new one today. Like she would take me outside and go, why didn't you do this? And why didn't you do that? And normal Sarah would take it super personally. And she would just like, Oh, I'm a people pleaser. Why are you yelling at me? And for some reason, maybe it 
the life coaching or something, but it was just like, I just stood there and it was like a, a wall. It was this, just this protective wall. And it just didn't affect me. It was just like, this woman is yelling at me and I'm just not going to react because I'm not like her. And I don't even know where she's coming from. And I just, it just kept bouncing off of, does that make sense? It just kept bouncing off me. And from that point on, because I, it was someone that I actually, um, looked up to. And then to see her behind the scenes, I thought to myself, I never want to be two different people. I always want to be the same person, no matter if it's at work, on a podcast with my husband, you know, at the park, um, alone. I always just want to be the same person. And so it really got deep. Like, who do you want to be, man? Like, you know, do you want to be like glittery, sparkly all the time? Or do you want to be like serious? Who do you want to be? And I just said, I don't care how old I am or who I am or who I'm around. Like, I just want to be Sarah. You know, I want to wear pink. I want to wear glitter. I want to feel like Barbie. I just want to be like, she does everything. And that's where the multi-passionista comes in because I felt like, because I was like everywhere, that I kind of look like a shit show. Pardon my language. But you know how it's like, Oh, she's selling magazines this week. Oh, this week she's a bartender. Oh, this week she's a second grade teacher. Oh, but, you know, I felt like that person where I was just going everywhere. And after I worked with that person, that boss, and I left, I had this new sense of figuring out what that meant for me professionally and blah, blah, blah. Um, I, yeah, I really did struggle to find my own, but then, <sighs> I don't know, like it just, how do I want to word it? I just, it became apparent that there wasn't just one passion for me. And that's kind of, like I said, where the multi-passionista comes in because I wanted other people, I knew there were other people out there that were like, you know, we don't have to conform that there's just one gift within us. Like we can say there's multiple and you can explore all of those and you can make them a part of your life and life can be good because of it. You don't have to look like a shit show, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a thing to be ashamed of. You don't have to find that one thing. You can just explore it all. And once I started doing that, people then started coming to me. Like, again, like you were saying, like, oh, Sarah's so good at baking cupcakes. Oh, have you tasted her cup? Oh, they're the best cup. And she decorates them so nicely. Or did you see that website Sarah did? Or like all of a sudden I was getting all these compliments and I, I was just, I wasn't used to that because I was so used to this person that I really, really cared about, you know, this boss, her just telling me that, no one really cares about you and da, 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 and you're not doing a great job and you're lucky to be here and have this job. You know, so it was like a complete opposite. So I found once I started just being true and doing a million different things, you know, that that's where my confidence kind of stemmed from. So, do you so, know what you were, so I'm just curious, like when you were doing like loads of different things, how did you prioritize your time at that time then? Mm. Well, to me, it was kind of, you know, with the, the passionista side of me had to figure out what was the difference between a hobby and a passion, because there were a lot of hobbies I liked, but I wanted to focus on the things that gave me life. And I think that's the difference between a hobby and a passion. And some of us get those mixed up. So a hobby to me is just, you know, a hobby was running. I love to run. Uh, And at one time I feel like it was a passion because if I didn't go running one day, my legs would feel restless. I couldn't sleep. I just had all this pent up energy. You know, I just felt off. I felt gross. Um, but now my life has changed in a way that it's been so long since I've ran. My body's like, we're running. What? 
Um, <laughs> you fortunately, just you every Monday, there you go. Look at this crazy, <laughs> crazy dude. That, that's that's my exercise. You know, so people say to me like they see my Monday video, they're like, I like you. You exercise my eyes, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> yes, I I watch it. I'm just like, oh gosh, like it's. It I feel is like so I just funny. did your workout by watching you. That's what they say. And, you know, I loved the one that you put, was it on your stories or did you post it on your feed? But like, of you trying to do the, again, some kind of flip that you land? Well, that was on my stories, yeah. I was, doing, I was trying to do a, 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 a 360 push-up, but the, when I tried it last last week, it, was, it wasn't happening. I was tired or something was wrong with me and I couldn't yes. do it. So I shared that failure and those, those, I shared all those failures with everyone. Look, you guys only see the Monday video. That's so cool and super inspiring, but you don't see how many times yeah. I get hurt behind the scenes yeah because you make it again yeah you make it look so seamless but yeah i love seeing that because i'm like oh he doesn't just do it one time and then he's onto the the picnic table like he just you know (laughs) so yeah thank you for sharing that with us because i know you have talked about that about sharing the whole thing and i'm trying to do that like i you know i'm trying or think i'm probably thinking about it way too much but to get back to your story just about um prioritizing yeah just figuring out what that, you know, what gives me life, what makes me feel off if I don't do it? What, um, yeah, what, yeah. Like, what do I want to do right now? And so, um, figuring out those things and then understanding that passions don't really mean, um, you know, a paycheck either. So there are other things I do like bake cupcakes for people and decorate things for class. That really is a passion of mine, but I don't make money off of it. But, um, to prioritize. Kind of add on that actually really quickly. That's, that's when I come in and I kind of share with everyone what the difference between a passion and a purpose is. Ooh, so yeah. And a passion, right? I talk about a passion and a purpose. So I tell Ooh. people a passion is you can have loads of passions. Like I, I can have loads of passions, right? I have a passion for social media. I have a passion yeah. for speaking. I have a yeah. passion for helping others without anything in return. Like I just genuinely love helping them. Yeah. I have a passion for, um, I don't know, driving, you know, I enjoy driving, yeah. but those are just my passions. And yes, I love it. I don't get paid for them, but I genuinely love yes. it. My purpose is the one thing that I always tell people to focus on. The one thing that yes. really gives you deep, deep fulfillment and meaning, which for me is that stage. Yeah. Because and I, everything, I, get, I yes. get the time to impact others. And then the hugs afterwards, you know, the comments, the hugs, oh. the, the speeches afterwards and the responses from people saying, we love you and you are super inspiring. Like, I, I just love that admiration from others yes I just that that for me is the money that's why I do what I do because well because that like the admiration like you were saying that's them getting it like you want to make sure that they like you said how do you know if someone got it how do you know if they had that Oprah aha moment and it's when they come up to you and give you the hugs and you know you can just tell they don't even have to say anything to you they just carry themselves differently that's like you said that's the payment and I think yeah that's that's what it should be about. Not only does that make their life better, but obviously you get. You have a part basically in their life. You know, you yes. have that, you have that, you are a, a source of light in their life that they just found you today. They heard you, they watched a video of you. They saw a post, they read your quote and somehow somewhere they saw your content or they saw you in real life. They met you and you've had an impact in their life. For me, yes. I just want people to remember who the hell I was. <laughs> yeah. you know, this guy that was super shy that couldn't speak to a woman that was that never thought he's going to be a speaker that failed in business and like you know he did yeah. all these other things but he just he believed in himself so delusionally so much that he just went on just he just 
and I wouldn't say right. I just, I sometimes I just go on a rant and just talk rubbish, but it's not rubbish to me. Like I, right. I say things even when I talk rubbish, I say it with so much passion. They people believe it. <laughs> right. I can make stuff up and say it to someone, and they'll probably believe it because of the, the way I say it. I, I think yes. it's not how we do something in life. I always think it's why we do it and and the way we express ourselves. Yeah. I mean, do you sometimes feel like this is how I feel sometimes when I do like, it's so hard for me. It's getting harder for me to pick a quote. I know you kind of quote yourself, which I, you don't kind of, you do do that. And I love that. Like, I feel like that's from you. You're not going on Pinterest. Like you're going oh, from I, your heart. By the way, I don't, I've, I've, other than like long time ago when I was first started social media and reposting yeah. other people's things, same as you were doing it earlier on. Yeah. Other than that, the last few years, really, yeah. um, all my videos, all my quotes, especially my quotes, because yeah. the videos, yes, I sometimes I get ideas from other people. Sometimes, oh, yes, like, I copy Gary Vee so many times, but I, <laughs> I do it in my own way, right? Like, he yeah, can absolutely. make a video about 400 trillion to one, but I'll do it in my own way and yes. give my energy, so it comes across different. Yes. But it's kind of, that's where I get inspiration from, and I always credit them in, in there, right? Absolutely. But my quotes, as you just said, like, they, they are all mine. Yes. They've always been mine. Uh, and they've come from my they've come from my thoughts. Sometimes the English is really terrible with the gram the grammar. But <laughs> but people I, I, like people genuinely know that these quotes coming from me, from what I'm yeah. feeling, from what I think, from the way I think, from my perspective, my opinions, which is why I always tell people you don't have to believe what I'm writing. Like this is my yeah. But these are my thoughts. They're all my quotes. They're original. That's why I put my name on it. And I'm like, even if you steal it, steal it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I want you to take yeah. it. Like the fact that people take my quotes and save it and use it for themselves, I yeah. don't care. Like I've, I got over that that long time ago when people steal my video or my quote and don't credit me. I'm like, who cares? I'm not freaking yeah. happy. They took my video. It must be so yeah. good. They bloody took my video, right? Yes. Yeah, so you're like, ooh, yeah, it's a form of validation. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, and I, and I've been in, cause I've noticed that about you and I want to do that. And I'm like, so how do I do that? You know, and it's like, um, you, I think you can, you can do it. And you know how you do it is everything that you're learning on a daily basis, right? When yeah. you sit down and when you do your doodles, right? And you're, and you're drawing something and you're being super creative and you're using your subconscious mind to put in all these things into, into paper, yeah, the creativity and the colors and everything. I, well, I personally just have this natural gift where I can see a picture and, and come up with a quote. Hence yeah. why people love my Friday pictures of me that always have a quote that makes yeah. sense with the, with the background or where I am sitting yes. or the bridge or something. But that's just a talent I have. But I think, and I always tell people to find that creativity that I have, it just means you have to learn about yourself more. Yes. So the personal growth is where it, come, it comes a big place in that. Because if you're learning stuff on a daily basis and experience is what, it all comes yes. from. Yes. I, I only share quotes that I've been through, I'm going through, I've, or I've gone through. It's only very rarely I will share a quote where I've had a conversation with a friend of mine or someone oh, else oh. where I want to help them, but indirectly yeah. I know I'm going to make a quote that's going to help the masses. See, and that's where we differ because I am very much a sponge. Like people will talk to me and all of a sudden I'm like, I have a doodle for that. You know, like that inspires me. Cause yeah. I mean, let's be real. I mean, I, I'm very blessed in the fact that, um, right now my life is kind of boring, you know, in a good way. Um, I don't have a lot to complain about and I'm very thankful for that. I'm a, I'm a mom. I have two babies. I have a happy husband. I'm happy. So when other people come to me and 
talk to me and share with me, I get very inspired. I really, really do. And I never say, hey, can I, whatever, because I make it, it inspires me, but it's not like I'm taking their sorrows and going. But then they always do. They always just go, was that written for me? Or did you do that because of our conversation? And I'll go, well, you inspired it. And they love it. Oh, can you, can you please print that off for me? Or can you make it a wallpaper for my phone? Because that really just spoke to me. And it's, I don't know. I love that. But yes, I've, but I've noticed that about you. And I, and I do, I want to start being a little more introspective, but, um, but what I want to say to people who are um, perhaps like me, like sometimes I feel cheesy because I go to Pinterest and just look at different quotes just to see what speaks to me. Um, so rarely am I ever creating an original quote. Um, I think to myself, Sadiq's in it to win it. I'm in it to win it. We are surrounded by personal development people, you know, but not everyone's like that. Not everyone opens Instagram and there's 20 million quotes, right? We might be the only personal development junkie that's in their feed. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even though it may seem cheesy, like Sadiq may have seen, you know, she believed she could. So she did for the 40th time in that day, someone in our feed, that's the only time. And that's the one time they needed it. Right. So again, going back to that, it's not about the numbers. Um, not about the masses, but, um, you know, I think it's important, even though if, 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 if something is speaking to you and you think, oh gosh, that's, you know, it's kind of cheesy or whatever, I think it's still worth sharing, right? Like, even yeah. if it just seems so simple or so like, oh, I've said this quote a million times, like today, uh, my doodle was uh, something about growth and comfort don't coexist. Now you've heard that a million bajillion times. Amber Lee has heard that a million, she, you know what I mean? All of our people have heard it a million times, but maybe they didn't hear it like in the way that I shared it in my caption, or maybe the colors attracted them and they actually got it that time. You know what I mean? So like, again, like you were saying earlier, it's, uh, especially with the people that you're speaking to, it might've just been the timing or how you said it, how you explained it, not so much how Gary explained it, how you, Sadiq, explained it and how Sarah explains it. So I think it's and that's important. actually what makes us unique to the, to the rest. Yes. Like you do do with your quote and your captions. Nobody else in the world, everybody knows a quote, but nobody knows your caption because your caption is what stood out to them. Right. Your picture, no one has your picture. You drew that from scratch. Right. You all the time in the stories, coloring, yeah, drawing those <laughs> pictures. You're like literally from scratch. No one, you've, you haven't taken that from anyone. You've only taken the original quote from someone because you know that that quote matches your creativity, your perspective. Yeah. So for me, what you're sharing is all about perspective. We all have mm-hmm. timing and perspective. So when yeah. people see your stuff, Yes, it was, uh, like you said, like so many people have probably read that quote, but they've never seen a picture, that your picture with the quote. And they've never right. read your right. caption the way you wrote that caption. Yeah. So that's how you're unique to, your, for, to what you do. And I think to kind of, um, to kind of close in on what you, were, what you mentioned about what you're talking about now is that every single person listening right now, you are unique in your ability to have your own perspective and you're allowed to give yourself permission to do or be creative in the way you want to be, not because someone else is telling you you yes. should be like that. I love that. Thank you. Yes. I think that's a great point. Everyone's an artist, right? And it just... That's it. <laughs> that's it. Done. <laughs> that's it. Like you said it. Oh, that, that was like the best line. Everybody's an artist and they are. I truly believe it because 
like sometimes I, when I'm alone, right, and I'm just sitting there making content or I'm just thinking, right, sometimes I just think to myself, like, how, I, like I, just, I can't believe where I am right now today. You know, like getting speaking gigs and, you know, people actually want to hear me talk on stage. Yes. Guy that was so freaking shy, that couldn't speak to women, that, that never, ever, ever imagined that I can inspire one person. That wasn't super positive that, you, that everybody sees me as today. And right. that, that still isn't really super positive. You know, people don't always see people. We obviously being an influencer or being someone like that wants to share inspiration online. Yes, of course, we're going to always show the positive side, the energetic side, the crazy side. But that right. one time when I shared when I was sick and I was just about to go into yes. and I shared I was actually I wasn't feeling well. And like, I genuinely didn't have energy that day before I yeah. went to the speaking gig. And I just shared it because I just felt like, you know what, let me tell people the truth. Like, let me, I think this is going to help some people like to show them that Sadik's not always this positive guy. And I just right. shared with them on the story on Instagram, like, look, guys, like I'm not feeling well. I literally have a runny nose. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking snotty. I don't even know if I can do this, but you know what? I'm still going to give those students my best. Yeah. And I went to that event and you know what? Like when you're on the stage, everything disappears, man. Oh yeah. Or, 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 it, or, or even screw the stage. Like when you're in that, in that mindset of creating. Yeah. So for yeah. you, it will, be, it will be the dude, when you're, when you're creating, when you're on the iPad with that bloody pencil and it's <laughs> the colors and you're just like, this yeah. is the color and I know exactly where that's going to be and I know what's yes. going to go. When you're in that mode and that mindset of creativity, every because you're so happy and you're so passionate about doing that thing, yeah. whatever it is for you, that's when you truly find fulfillment. Like that's yeah. when you that's when everything disappears. Like your the, my snot and everything disappeared. You know, <laughs> I, I, my headache just just completely yeah. vanished. And I'm like, oh yeah, what was that question you wanted me to to answer? Like everything yes. disappears because you're in the mindset of giving back and being of service now or yeah. you're just in the mindset of being creative and you're in a in another world in another dimension now where you're where you love what you're doing yes and for people listening and they're like I don't feel like that I've never felt like that you know I mean when it came to the doodles the way that journey started literally was my daughter with a coloring pad and a pencil she was coloring we're watching Mickey Mouse and she was like, mom, you like draw Mickey Mouse. I'm like, oh, honey, I'm, <laughs> it's literally going to be two circle, three circles. See three circles. I'm going to color in black and I'm going to put little eyes. And I actually got really into it. And I, this was not me again, stick figures. And I would, I was sitting there and I was watching him and I, and I did it. And I was like, holy, it kind of looks like Mickey Mouse. And she's like, oh my gosh, Mickey Mouse, draw Goofy or draw Daisy or draw all of the characters. And I started like, it was just, it was, something was going. I was like, this Click is cool. And you're like, yes. Yes. And then I started like buying my own sketching book and my own crayons or own whatever. And I would do this when she was napping. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? And then. Kind of remind me of Imran right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Because my friend Imran is exactly the same. Like one day he just had a random thought. He's always been a creative guy. Yeah, I, I feel like he's probably stopped himself a long, long time to just do this one thing that he loved. And, you know, he, oh, he, draws. he, posted, he posted those little cartoon characters on Instagram yes. with so much like passion, not giving a crap about the, the likes on it. But he's like, I just like, I, I had so much, like so much of my energy and passion went into drawing this and I love it. And like, yeah. I saw his excitement. I was like, dude, you should do more of this, man. I've never seen you this happy. 
Well, it's so funny you mentioned him because I forgot, even when we mentioned him earlier before the recording, it was all good. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amron, don't worry. Um, but I for, even just I just forgot that he did put those on there. And his page is like business, 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 you know. And then there's Simba from Lion yeah. King. You're like, what? <laughs> What's that? You know? And then on his stories, he's like, should I post more drawings? Heck yes. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, that's what you want to do. And it's like, why aren't you posting more? You're good at it, you know, but I know it's not about what I think, but yes. But I think going. that's what actually really stopped him really was the fact that he thought that what would other people think if I post a, if I post a drawing, like <laughs> yeah. my, my page is about personal growth and business. Yes. Investing. Why would I post about Mickey Mouse? Yes. Why yes. would I post Simba? Why would I put, and, uh, you know, all the other characters he was drawing on there? Like, I was like, bro. But then he said to me when we had a conversation, because obviously I'm, I'm super close with him now. But he told me, you know what, Sandy? Like, I just, I, I don't care about people no more. I'm yeah. going to post this bloody picture that I drew because I love it. And I'm yes. just going to see the people's responses. I'm like, yeah. bro, don't even care about the bloody people's response. Just right. post it because you want to post it because you love it and you've had passion and, and you put your, your energy into drawing and creating that thing from scratch. Yes. You, know, you drew that thing. Yeah, you probably had a template or whatever, but you still drew it yourself and you've yeah. added the colors and stuff. And that's what makes it unique to you. And yeah. I saw him with so much like energy that those, those few weeks that he was doing it, he kind of stopped now, but I think he's going to start again. But good. Like, and like, I think every time we, even the person listening right now, every time we do something that we truly love, if, if, Screw other people, okay? Yeah. If you're, listening to, if you're listening to this right now, screw other people, okay? Yes. I want you, to, even right now listening, to just go and do something that, you, that makes you happy without yeah. what your brother thinks about you or your sister or your mom or your dad or your friends or your social media followers or anyone. Just find the thing that you love and just do it today, right now, after you finish this episode. Yeah. Because that is going to make you happy. Screw everything else. To do the thing that makes you happy. makes What makes me happy is posting my content. And then yeah. offline, in the offline world, what makes me happy is finding speaking gigs, is going yeah. to events, is connecting and meeting new people in random, in random coffee shops and in random events that yes. I've never met before. Because I want to help other people. So I'm, I have to go and look for them. I'm not going to wait <laughs> for them. <laughs> right. So social, social media can only bring some uh, X amount of number of people to me, which is amazing yes. and it's a bonus. But I still have to hustle to, to go and meet people in real life because yes. for me, the human interaction, the human connection is way different than you listening to this podcast right now, than you watching a fancy video of me online. It's way more yeah. different meeting me and Sarah in person. Yeah. And if you're a multi-passionista or a multi-passionisto like Sadiq, you know, it's okay to explore again. Exactly. You know, if you if you have a passion for, like me, I really had a passion for, um, you know, one time that was life coaching. And then at one time it was podcasting, uh, one time and it was, you know, yeah. Decorating cupcakes and cookies. And that was my passion, you know, it's, and it still is, and it's okay. It's okay to label multiple things, your passion. You don't have to listen to all these self-help books that say, find that one thing you're good at and be known for it. Do all the things, you know, if it brings you, keep making, keep, like you're right, hundred percent. I agree with you. So, like, I think people to find the one or two things that they really, really, really love, they yeah. need to do many, many things. Yeah. You know, like, like we both did. We both yeah. tried so many things and we stopped so many things. 
Yes. And then and then we probably started them again or we felt like, you know what, that's not really for me. Yes. But the fact that we tried it and not regretted it, yeah. that, that's the key. Well, and, and, you know, like for me, I tried so many things when I was a life coach. I wanted a mommy blog and I wanted this and I wanted that and they all failed. But... It was, but through that, you know, that was when I created another website and I got to create another logo and I found myself going, maybe I just like doing, like creating a business, not so much having a business. I like creating a business. And that's where I was like, well, how can I, how can I help people that way? And again, that's where the web and graphic design came in because I'm like, I actually enjoy doing the back end stuff more than like in your face because people, if I post me on my stories, people always, you need to post more of, you know, of your face and your, your uh, video, you need to share more behind the scenes or get on stories and post more on your uh, feed. And I'm like, but it's about my art. It's not about me, you know, but I know people want to see, like, I I agree with the people. I'm I'm the people. people. Okay. And I agree with the people. Okay. The people are always right. (laughs) They are. What I mean, what I mean is like, as content creators, we should also look, as much as we want to post what we want to post, as I just said, like post what you want to post and, and don't care about their opinions. Yeah. I also believe to, to an extent it's important to give them what they actually want to also see. Yes. So oh yeah. So do both. True. So post what you yeah. want and then don't care about the likes and as well as everything I said earlier on, but so do that, but also post things that they, they're following you for. Otherwise they're just going to go away from you. Right. Which is yes. also cool. But the main thing is to all just be of service and give value to them. Yes. So be, if, Give if, the people what they want. Exactly. <laughs> so if, if, if people are saying to you that they want to see, because they're not saying anything wrong, right? They're not saying anything oh, bad yeah, no. or, rude or, or nasty. They're just saying, yeah. Sarah, we love your stuff. We know you're creative and we know that you're an amazing design and creative person, but we just want to see how you do it. Like which yeah. iPad do you use? Which pencil? Like uh, which colors? How do you pick your quotes? Or yeah. um, like, where do you sit? Like, where yeah. are you? Right where, where, do I, where do you go? Yeah, I, you're and right. Home, what's your baby doing? You know, people actually care about your life. Yes. Being on social media for the last few years, people actually care when they see my picture of me with that view, having coffee. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. shit, you always go there every week. It's so nice. Yeah. Like, where is it? I'm like, oh, it's just, uh, it's just a hotel that I'm having coffee in. And I yeah. go so to create my content. But, you know, people actually want to know behind the scenes. So yeah. if, you're, if you're comfortable with it, which I think if you're creating content, you should learn how to yes. become comfortable with it yeah. for them because end of the day that's just you building more of a rapport and relationship with the people that actually care about your stuff yeah which potentially I know you're the right one, they can become a customer they can become a friend they can yeah. become someone that supports you or whatever you know they, having people on your side is always key yeah I agree because it's like I, I do I want to see what Sadiq's doing I want to know what everyone else is doing why why should I cut myself short right <laughs> true exactly that's, yeah. that's the main thing but we had an amazing conversation. I, I, I could speak for hours with you. So. What did we talk about? I'm so sorry. I don't even know what we talked about. We, like, spoke, about, we spoke about a lot of things. You, you shared a lot of things about creativity, design. Um, you, you spoke a lot about even, um, like, a lot about creativity. And you also touched on your story on, on how people can, if you're listening still right now, how people, if they have too many passions, that's, that's okay. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, to find the one or two things that we really want to, let's say, long-term do in our life, we have yeah. to do so many things and we have to fail a lot of times and we have to make yeah. so many stupid mistakes 
until we find the thing that really makes us happy. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But Sarah, as, as, as you know, at the end of the show, I always add value to everybody listening by asking four questions, the final okay. four to my guests. So I have those questions for you. Three of them are exactly the same as every other week because everybody loves those three questions. Okay. And it's adding value to them. But the first one that I want to ask you specifically is because you come from the creative background and, mm-hmm. and I've had other creative people on the podcast already and they've had their own perspective of this word. But for someone listening right now, what actually is creativity for you personally? What does it mean? <sighs> what does creativity actually mean to me? I think it's just about expressing your truth however that feels right to you. Staying in your own lane, not looking outward and like, is this okay? Is this okay? Did she do it that way? Did he do it that way? Just staying in your own lane and doing it anyway, right? Yep. That's creativity to me. Just staying true to you. Love that. And not looking to others. Spot on. Like, I, I agree. <laughs> literally, I yeah. agree. Like, I, that's exactly my definition, to be honest. It's literally being true to yourself and yeah. finding finding ways to express yourself by just being you. Yes. Yes. Not, not because no matter what. The way you dress, how you say things, your lingo, everything. everything. Your office. I mean, I you know, do you have fairy lights in your office? Clear, by the way, for the people that would see the video, like your office is really nice. Um, love it. You know, you've like, got a lot of time to make it that creative, man. It's super cool. I love it. It's like glitter and books. Uh, it's all the glitter. It's all the glitter, I tell you. But it is, I walk in here and I don't, it's like I don't, I could have the worst day and I just walk in. I'm like, you yep. know. And that's so cool. And that, uh, that also, actually just to touch on that really quickly, that is another aspect of creativity is the environment. Yes. Yes. And I give you an example, like, and this just came to me right now. Uh, when I go every weekend to my favorite spot that, that I just mentioned earlier, in, in, the, in, a, in the top of this hotel on the 38th floor with that view and I have a cup of coffee. I, I go there every weekend. Specifically, I go there because that's my creative spot. Yes. That's where yeah. I get to see an amazing view of London. And like, even if I'm there until sunset, I get to see a, an amazing, peaceful sunset. Yes. And my creativity just goes wild. And, and Sarah, that's where, my, that's where my quotes come from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, can I, yeah, I see it. I, I see the view and I'm just sitting there just thinking, I'm just like, what do I feel? What do I want to share yeah. this week that's going to add value to someone's life? But what have I learned in the last five years of my growth that's going to help someone? That's, that's, yes. how, that's how I think. And I just write in a quote. And it take, but it takes work, doesn't it? To get out of bed, look presentable and then walk up there and go up there and get, you know, if you're not, like you said, if you're not inspired, just go, go somewhere, yep. you yep. know? Like, if we had more time, I'd love to know how you found that spot. I'll share with you after, after this how he found okay. that spot. <laughs> okay, thank you. But that's all right. That's right. Um, the second yeah. question I got is something that I know a lot of people get value from, but I, even I want to know this. But, you know, a lot of people in their life have seen, like, a video or a documentary or, like, a movie at some point in their life that something from that video or that movie has just clicked for them. Mm-hmm. Do you have one of those films or a movie I- or documentary? I'm the first thing that popped into my mind is this um, music video. Have you ever heard of the Pentatonics? Not really. Okay. 
Yeah. So what they do is <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> you have no. So they are a group of people, and I think maybe six. I don't know, but they don't use any instruments. It's just their voices, and you've got uh, one guy doing. Yes, acapella, and they do this rendition of um, Hallelujah, and I don't know the the fact that they don't have any instruments. It's just their God given talents. It's so pure. Yeah, and I mean, just thinking about it, I'm like getting goosebumps. It's just I cry every freaking time. So I'm just like, it is so. It's just it envelops you, I and you just feeling. get into it. Yeah, it's just. Oh, it just gave yeah. I knew when you said that, when you said no voice and instrument because at one point in my life I stopped listening to music and I was only listening to this specific type of like bands that were just acapella and I was just really? so fascinated and yeah I was so fascinated and so amazed by how a human being or few human beings can actually create music and create a song from yeah. no instruments just yeah. just their body their arms their mouth their face yeah. and just sounds yeah on their throat yeah I was like, That's amazing. Like, there's no excuse right you don't need a fancy piano or a fancy whatever you don't need a fancy workout you can work out with a picnic table you know like and you know no and just that you brought you know i know you keep bringing that up actually but i keep so, bringing it up so it's amazing it's so powerful and and i want to just touch on that really quickly actually because the reason why i share these really weird things and my creative workouts is because I also express my creativity in my workout. Yes. And I, 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 I want to show people that, man, stop making excuses when it comes to staying fit. Yes. Yes. Because, yes, a few years ago, I wasn't training. You know, I wasn't running. I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't keeping fit at all. It was just football for me. I was just playing football. Yes. Which, which in America is soccer, right? Soccer, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. just, just to clarify. Yes. I, that, was, <laughs> that was the only thing I, I was keeping fit in. However, I used to love like sports and stuff in, in school. So I used to always love playing sports, etc. But I never had a routine. It was yeah. just, I was doing it for fun oh, yeah. as yes. a hobby. But when I started posting these videos of my workouts, just once a week, calling it Monday Motivation. So I, I just wanted to pump people up and inspire them for the rest of the week by yes. them watching a video. That's it. And, and at the same time, it was my journey. I was just posting my journey on, on Monday. So I can look back actually in the future and be like, look, I look at my videos, how much I progressed, how better, yes. they, how stronger I got over time. But anyways, I wanted to, the reason why I purposely went to the park, number one, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I already pay for a gym number. This is the truth. I already pay for a gym membership at work. So on a weekend, when the gym is closed at work, I'm not going to go oh. to work. So I have a park opposite my house. I'm not going to pay for the gym that's also down the road from my house yes. for another membership because you have to be smart in life and save money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for you guys that's listening. So yes. I went to the park because the thing is with me, my workouts are all, they're called calisthenics so, and, and bodyweight workouts. So they're yes. mainly using my own bodyweight. Yes. The reason why I started doing bodyweight exercises for those that are curious is because I wanted to prove to myself and to others that you can keep fit in your room, in your house, in a hotel lobby, in any country you go to, anywhere you are, anytime, without making yeah. an excuse, you can actually keep fit. Yes. And that was what I proved to myself in the last two and a half years of working out. That yes. I can now hold my whole body weight on, yes. on a bed, on a chair, on anything, because I learned the art and the skill of just holding my own body weight by becoming yes. stronger using my own body weight. 
And I did that in my own expert. Have you ever seen a, please tell me, Sarah, have you ever seen a video of someone jumping on a bench in a children's playground in the park? Right. Push ups on it. No. And it's, and that's what sticks my mind. Like seriously, out of all the videos of all the things I'm like, he used a park bench and like, I are, you know what I mean? And it's like, what's my freaking excuse, you know, seriously. And that's why it's so important because you never know what people are going to grab onto and what's going to inspire them. And so if it felt right, do it. That's what I needed. For you, it's the picnic table. Yes, for someone, else, could have been, for someone else, it could have been like the I don't know, the bars on the floor, or it could have right. been the grass. You know, this guy doesn't jump on the grass. And Sarah, if I was going to post a workout video, I'd be like, "Well, I want to be shown in a fancy gym so people take me seriously." Who works with a you know? But that's what I need. Like, that's not what being real is about. You know, it's just inspiration after all. Creativity yeah. and inspiration. Add them together, you can make some juicy, creative things in your life. Yes. But, um, but so what was, so, so by the way, what was that called? Do you know, do you remember what that song was called or that video that you're talking about? Oh, um, it's called Hallelujah. Okay. Is it, is that like on, is it, can you find it on YouTube and stuff? Yes. I'll send you, I'll send it to you. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll put that in the show notes then. So everyone yes. can go and check that out. It is so good. Okay. The third question is now that you said to share the video, what's the one book? Cause I know you have more than one book. I can see on your shelf right now. Yes. And what's really <laughs> funny is my, the one book I'm going to tell you about is not here because I lend it out to everyone. Cause it's my book that I just okay. love. And it's, you it? are a badass. Oh crap. I never heard of that. Who is it by? Okay. So I actually have, this is the green one. Um, you are a badass at making money. Okay. Um, by Jen. I never know how to say her name. Sincero. Okay. Jen. Um, but the other one is yellow and it's just, you are badass. And it's, I don't know if you want me to get into Sarah. it. It's still you, Sarah. That, that, that name, you are, you are badass. It's just so you. I am a badass today. You are. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this, the, the name of the book is so you, you are a badass. Like oh. at what you're doing, you're freaking amazing. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. But no, that's my best book. And she doesn't really say anything earth shattering, but the way she said it, again, the way she said it and when I ingested it, just spoke to me. And it's like... Why that book? Out of all the books, why that one? I don't know. I think it was just where I was in my life. And like, again, like she was saying, it's, she wasn't saying anything. I hadn't, I've heard it all before, but it was just how she presented it. And she just, it was so like cut and dry. If you want to do it, do it. You're a badass. This is, you know, these are the tools you can use. And she just, the way she just spoke to me. I was like, yes, you know, what's, the, what's, okay, know. what's your, what's your one takeaway from that book? Oh gosh. What's my one takeaway from one, that book? Something in that book you still remember that like bang, like, I, I love this concept. I mean, she talked about how she ran, she was all about, um, I mean, really boundaries. Let's just put it at boundaries, how she just thought she had to run herself crazy to, make it right to be the top. She, and she, she like went in the hospital and all these things. Um, and that obviously wasn't serving her. So just to like dial it back and get really specific on what you say yes to. Okay. To serve you better. Really. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Nice. I'm going to check that out. Cause I've, I've never heard of that book to be honest. Oh, it's good. Nice. It's good. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice one. You are a badass. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> You're a badass. I, just yeah. love, I love the name. It's such a cool books have to have good names or I don't uh, Number one, I never like reading them, so I'm going to go get the audio book for that. But, yes. But the book has to have an appealing name, right? 
Oh, yeah. For sure. I think it's so important. But the last question I got for you, Sarah, before we end this episode is yes. a very deep one. That everybody oh, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you can spend a few hours with someone that you look up to or that you love or an, a role model, let's say, and they can be either dead or alive right now, who would that one person be and why? You know, I would want to spend time with Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Okay, interesting. Why? Why him? He, I mean, let's just look at my closet right now. I'm talking to you on a MacBook. I have an iPad. I have an i. I have the pencil. I have the earpods. I have an iPhone. My, my, my kids have iPads. My husband has the same thing going on that I do. How did he convince me that I needed all of these things in my life? Yeah. Like, like you were saying, I can do it all on my phone, Sarah. And if, yes, it's sparkly, but you know, I can do it all on my phone. And I'm like, yeah, but I can also do it on my iPad and I can do it on my computer. Like I need a computer and I need this iPad and you know what I mean? And I remember watching an interview with him and he, someone said, why do they need an iPad if they have a MacBook? And he Mm. said, trust me, everyone is going to need all of the things. (laughs) He didn't say it quite like that. Yeah. But he was just like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show them why they need it. And to me, that was like, like, why do people need doodles in their life? Right. I'm going to show you. So more to come on that, but it's just like, yeah, I, I don't, that just inspired me. Like, how did he convince all of us that we needed all the things? Is that the one thing you would ask him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. How, how is he so sure? Yeah. Cause like you were visionary, right? It's just such a visionary. Like how did he, he just knows psychology and human behavior. He knows that we're going to need, we're going to want all of them, not need. We're going to just want to have everything. Yes, but we think we, we think we need them. But yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, what I would. Do. I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for that too. Like I got the I got the iPhone XS Max. I got the MacBook now. I had an iPad which I sold because I was like I wasn't really using that when I started doing all my content from my phone. Yes, I really need the iPad. So I guess I kind of won on that side with you, Steve. When uh, <laughs> when <laughs> when I sold the iPad, I was like I don't need it. But yeah, he got me when I was like I'm I'm starting my own podcast. And literally, okay, just to end the show, to let everybody know that as I started this podcast, I think it's five, five months ago now, I think it's been. Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah, it's only been five months since the podcast has been out. And every single week I've had a guest, I've, you know, I've been consistent, I've been posting these episodes out and hopefully it's adding value to everyone listening. And, and only a few days ago, actually, I think it was yesterday or the day before at this time of you listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. um, I paid off the MacBook because I bought it on like an like a finance. Yeah, paying it off every month because I and yes. I shared that journey and that story with everyone on Instagram at the time when I told them I'm starting a podcast. I have no clue what's going on. I have, I have no idea what's going on. I yes. never don't know what a podcast is because I never <laughs> I never used to. Listen. I remember that. Yes, and then and then I was just like, yeah, I'm going to start and I'm going to show you guys how in two weeks I'm going to this going to be launched and you're going to see yes. a, my podcast. And I just started and I was like, I don't have a MacBook, guys. And I can't do my podcast on my phone, which yeah. actually I could at the time because the, the, there was an app called Anchor where you can literally just record everything from there. Oh, wow. And you can do it from your phone. But I was like, right. mm, you know what? Like, I, I don't even want to do it from my phone. Like, that's, this is something I was taking more seriously. because I was like, it's Yeah, a it's an experience. It's yeah. an experience. Like, you know, the microphone. I, I always wanted a cool microphone. I was like, let's get a microphone. Let's get a yes. And I wasn't getting fancy. Like, I told people, like, I got... 
the best review microphone on, on Amazon, one of them, which was only like yes. 25 quid, 25 dollars or something like that. Yes. Yes. And then I got the MacBook, which was obviously over a thousand pounds. I was like, I'm not going to pay my savings. I'm not going to pay a thousand to twelve hundred pounds. It was here in London to yeah. buy this MacBook Pro. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why do I need a MacBook Pro? I can't get that Asus or something. Yes. So I was like, I convinced myself because I was like, everybody that does a podcast has, an, has a MacBook. And I, I want to have a MacBook. Steve got you. No. So Steve, <laughs> so that, in that point, Steve got me. But to be honest, I always wanted a MacBook. I've yeah. always wanted one because I've seen other people have it. I, I guess the only reason why I didn't get it was, number one, I never really needed it. And yeah. two, it was expensive and I didn't want to spend so much money to buy a laptop. Yes. I'll tell you what. I used to be a PC person. I would get the Acer or the whatever. It's like hands down. Like they don't get viruses. They hold no. up. The Ace, it's, you'll, you'll see. It's a, it was a good choice. But yeah, and then you paid it off and you're like, this is part of it. You know, could have been, it could have been an excuse. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't I, and I swear and that's why I really at the time Sarah I shared the journey the two weeks was every day this is the podcast update yeah you know, and, 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 yes. and when I launched it it was the best feeling ever of course now running it for the five months yes it's freaking been hard work yes, yes. it's been a hustle yes like you know it's like the editing and everything that you guys are going to listen to afterwards like yeah. there's so much that goes into it and then the little clips you have to make with the subtitles and then post yes. it all out on social media there's a lot of hard work behind the scenes uh, which most people don't see, but if you're listening still right now, I just want you to understand <laughs> that yeah. you, that you need to actually give a crap about your life and be serious. Yes, you know, and and I and I like sharing the behind the scenes with everyone, like those fails, like the mistakes I make, so they know that I'm human. That this yeah. guy is not super positive. Like, yes, he bloody he's a human being and he makes mistakes and he's failing yeah. so much. But it's see, I think. You just need to cut off like the first 30 minutes where I was just blabbering on. And this is like the meat and potatoes of what we say in America. This is like the longest episode I ever had, but it's got all of, it, all of it's going on. I, this is all, this, everybody's still going to be listening to this episode. I am so sorry. Cause I know, cause I know that I know the guests that talked forever. I'm like, I just kept thinking this is going to be so much editing. This is going to be so much editing. I'm so sorry. That's why I'm like. The truth is, this doesn't even get like this only, the only edits that happen are the little, you know, blank spots really. The yeah. rest, like the rest, I just keep everything how it is. Not oh, all, all, like, I, I seriously say I don't even give a crap. Like I just post, I post everything, and I also get the authorization from the guests. Like, do, is there anything that you wanted me to take out? Yeah, yeah. Some guests, only like two people. So yes. far have actually said to me, "Oh, just like this little part, I didn't want you to put it in. Like I, I made a mistake or whatever." And I'm right. like, cool, well, I'll take that out. Rest of the one, rest of the episodes, I put it all out. I just edit the little blank spots between all of them when I'm listening yeah. to the whole thing over again. And then yeah. I just post it out. Literally, I just post good. it. Good, good. Well, good. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, you know what? I like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lone soldier. I'm doing this all by myself. And I have time to... And, see, and again, that comes back to my mindset of yeah. I'm not making excuses. You know, I'm, I genuinely want to still post the value for everyone. And, you're, yes. you're, and people are still getting value from listening to the guests and to the podcast. Yes. But for me, it's just about get it out there. Like, it doesn't matter how rubbish it is. It doesn't matter how good it is. Yeah. Just get it out there and just keep creating and keep sharing value with the world. It doesn't matter how long it is. Just do it. Right. People that want to listen will listen. Even right. if it's two. Well, and I want to say one more thing because I talk so much. Um, you said something. I want to do it right. The podcast. Yeah. Where you could have, for cheap, you could have just had an app on your phone. Yeah. But how inspired would you really have been to be consistent? Exactly. I mean, just that one little thing, consistency, right? 
Yep. I know I wouldn't have been if I like if I had this vision of a MacBook and a microphone and a guest and the whole thing. And then that's not what I was doing. That would not have been, again, the environment. Right. So it was important to you to have that whole shabam. And thank God you did. Yeah. 100%. Now here you are. Right. So yeah. consistency is key. And, and, and slowly, slowly just upgrading later on. Like at the beginning, you don't have to be fancy. And, I, yeah. and actually, I tell people now, like, my, yes, you see my content, you see the branding now, you see the logo and all this stuff. Man, just if you saw how I started, if you saw yeah. how Sarah started, you know, just yeah. posting with nothing, no caption, because we just saw a picture will make a yes. million likes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we all learn as we go. And for me, the biggest thing is, 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 is again, it's just to finish off, it's, it's the numbers, man. Like, people are not posting content and sharing what they love because they care about other people's uh, judgment on what they're going to post, the likes, yeah. the comments, the DMs. And, you know, they care so much about the opinions of others that they're not posting something that's, that they genuinely feel like is going to help someone. Or yeah. it's just them sharing their stuff that well, they like. We, yeah, and, and that's the thing is we think, oh, we're not important enough. There's no way other people would like what I like. And so that's why they do look to other people. And no, there are a lot of people like you out there who like what you like in the weird, like, you know, with Amron, I, I'm not saying his name, right? Please tell Amron. me. <laughs> Amron, I'm not saying it. Yeah. But <laughs> there are people who are business minded and also like to draw and, and they want to see all that. So there, there is some, there are people out there for what you, what do you want? So just be that person. Yeah. So. Be you, be, just be you. Don't care about yeah. other people. Just post what you want to post. Yep. That's it. And if you don't want to post it in your feed because you're that freaking egotistical, just post it in your story. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's going to disappear in 24 hours. Just post it on yes. your story so people can see still that you love this thing and but you're not posting it on your and then you'll get to know if they if they if people message you saying you need to post more of this on your content. Oh, I know. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. You're right. Done. Solve the world's problems. An yeah. hour and a half later. Next. Now we're all going to see more sto- more stories for Sarah, from Sarah on her Instagram, by the way. So be sure to Ooh. follow. Um, I know. I'm going to. Yes. Oh, I will. Absolutely. Share with everyone where, they, where they're going to reach out to you for. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, so, yes. So Instagram, my handle is at the multipassionista, spelled exactly how it sounds. I know Sadiq will put that in the show notes. And then also I'm on Facebook. It's Glitterally Speaking by Sarah. Uh, that's the name of my doodles. Um, I just post the doodles there, not so much web and graphic design, but then I do have a Facebook page for web and graphic design, which is pixel bash designs. So we'll put all of that out there for them to find it. Sure. hundred percent. And I want every single one that has still been listening to this episode. Cause I know a lot of people said to me like your episodes are long. I'm like, I don't get one hour is, is what I, what I chose. And that's what I'm going to get. If I if, yeah. if guess one 45 minutes, they're going to get 45 minutes. If I have more time, like today, it's going to go on for longer. But yeah. It's just going to be authentic. It's just going to be me. It's going to be the guest. If, I, if we have time, it's going to carry on going. If we don't, it's not. Yeah. Every episode is going to be different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes like, like the, the worst, not the worst, but the hardest episode I ever had to do was someone I really looked up to. It was David Meltzer. I remember that. Yeah. I had 20 minutes. 20 minutes I didn't ask him no final four questions I didn't have time for that I was like 20 minutes of this guy's wisdom and knowledge and I'm just gonna ask I'm just gonna ask a couple of things and shut up yeah and just let him talk and he did let it. him t- yes 
Mm, I love that. Yeah. The final four fun. P.S. Just letting you know. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sarah. But, um, but honestly, thank you so much. If you're still listening, as I said, please go and sh- uh, reach out to Sarah. I genuinely want you to reach out and check out her doodles. Check out everything that she's doing on, on Instagram mainly, I would say. Go, go and check her out there. And then share her some love, man. Like send her, send her a DM. Show, show her some love on her content. It's, it's honestly so creative. It will help you think of ideas on, in your life and how you can be more creative. And just reach out to her because she's always open to her DMs. She'll always get back to you and help you out. So I genuinely wanna, want you to reach out to Sarah because she's a really, really good friend of mine. And we met through Instagram, just like most of the other guests, as I always say to you guys. Yes. Um, but seriously, reach out to her anytime. She'll be there for you. And I'm so grateful, Sarah. Thank you so much for being in my life, number one. And secondly, just for doing what you're doing. I, I honestly, it's, it inspires me every day seeing your doodles. Something different on my feed, you know? It's not just the normal yes. stuff. Something like, whoa, Sarah. I see, the colors, <laughs> I see the picture. I see the quote. Let me read the caption. You know, and it's, it's, it's something different. A new, oh, fresh perspective. Yeah. And as I say to everyone, I don't follow everyone on Instagram now. I'm very yeah. picky who I follow. I unfollowed loads of people. And I only yes. follow specific people that genuinely add value to, to me in my life and help me. So, yes. uh, and, and your doodles definitely do that 100%. Like I, said, I told you earlier on, like, it's the creativity in it. I'm just like, how the hell does she draw this stuff? Like, so well, thank unique. You. <laughs> and the colors and like everything is like, and the stories. We want to see more stories. Oh god! Okay, challenge accepted. Done. More Done. stories from Sarah. But okay. honestly, thank you so much for being on my on 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 this episode. I think this is going to be you know it's going to come out in a few weeks' time. But honestly, so grateful. Thank you for sharing all the wisdom and for everything you're doing. And um, I'm I'm looking forward to just just staying connected and and getting everyone that's listening right now still. <laughs> to go reach out to I'm still going to beg you guys, go reach out to Sarah, man. Seriously, like, she's amazing. Well, thank you so much. It was quite the honor to be on your show. So thank you so much. Just, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You're welcome. Anytime, anytime, Sarah. You know, I've got your back. So um, that's, that's it for this episode. Thank you. If you're still listening right now, thank you for still <laughs> being here. And um, I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Take care. <laughs> If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.